Twin Lights Brewing was founded as a community-centric, environmentally-minded family operation which seeks to source and honor local ingredients, push the boundaries of the science of brewing, and spread the kind of joy that only comes from drinking beer crafted from the heart. With an ever-rotating selection of beers on tap, a family-friendly tap room that welcomes children of all ages, as well as dogs, and a large comfortable space built to host most kinds of events, Twin Lights is designed to bring the community together in new and exciting ways. Visit Twin Lights Brewing at 4057 Asbury Avenue in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, and follow them on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with their newest releases, merchandise, and special events. Twin Lights Brewing, the official beer sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. I am, you are. I am Matt with me as always. I'm well. Uh, we are talking today about a few things, but primarily we are talking about Scream 6. 6, right? Yes. Okay, I almost said 5. Um, <laughs> Will and I both saw this movie uh, recently, and I, I, I loved it. I have no clue. Like, on paper, it should not. It should have fucking flopped. Yep. No Nev Campbell. First movie without her. And especially like, and it's not even like, it's not, he's just laying down. Um, But it's also, it's not like, you know, oh my God, she like had a scheduling conflict. It was, you know, a dramatic, you know, very controversial. Like they basically lowballed me and I told him to fuck off. So it was like that. So you're like, okay. Yep. And it's also the sixth in the franchise. And even though like, obviously it's meta, but I think sixth of any franchise, like is, you know. It's big. Right. No one's ever like, uh, does anyone talk about Jason 6? Which no. I'm not even sure which one that is. They're all terrible. I Freddy, mean, Freddy 6? Yeah. I think, well, I mean, you know. I mean, that's that, that's like the first thing we should talk about is the fact that Scream is probably the only horror franchise ever mm. where all of the movies are at least good. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, obviously, they have like, like and even this movie, like, this wasn't there was certain parts of this movie that weren't my favorite right but like overall like i i'm just to jump up is this i think my second favorite after the original i i honestly would agree with that because i remember i i didn't really like i think i liked it but i thought scream 2 was like a big drop off and then scream 3 i think got got better for me because it tied it all back to Mm. and it's funny a lot of people flip that a lot of people love scream 2 and are not really high on Scream Three. See, the only reason I didn't like Scream Two. So let's talk about that. Let's talk, let's talk about all of them. The only reason that that Scream Two fell a little flat for me was the I like the Billy Loomis's mother bit. Yes. Um, but the other guy, well, Mickey, whatever yeah, his he name was, like was randomly. It, yeah. It, yeah, it it just felt too random. And right. like, and I think they think I I had to, I didn't look at the motive, but it was, she was just like, I just need a young guy to help me because I'm an old woman. That's basically like, what it was. Yeah, she just like recruited him, you know, to her cause. And I guess he was you know fucking deranged anyway because he was like, yeah, let's go kill some people, right? You know, so that that's that's why. Scream 2 I put below it because Scream 3 I loved how it came back around to you find out that you know Sydney's mother was not the perfect little angel right she had she had her demons the whole thing with Cotton Weary and then it's like right. you know it's his and still to oh, this day the only single acting ghost face that's right 
That's right. He that guy uh, uh, Roman, Roman, right? Yeah, Roman. Uh, props to Roman, man. Roman fucking did it. Like he's they needed the only three one. fuckers in this movie to get <laughs> I it know, done, right? Oh god. And then Scream Four. I have to be honest with you. Scream Four is. I remember enjoying it, but I would also say it's the most forgettable one for me because it's the first one that felt like because the first three are like a very clear story, right? Yes. And then the fourth one is like. It's a little different, right? You know, right? Well, they, I think it's because it was supposed to start a new thing, and it just didn't come out at the right time. And but I have to say, Scream Four, I Jill is one of my favorite killers of yeah. the entire Scream Four, yeah, because like it makes so much sense, and the motive was so good, and just the way it was played, because like you know the whole thing of like oh it makes sense, but like I didn't really ca- like catch right. her as the killer right away, you know. And that was so the, just touching on Scream Four for a minute, jumping ahead that. Kirby like reveal like yes. I really like that because again I had forgotten a lot of what happened in Scream Four and as soon as I saw uh, Hayden Panettiere however the fuck you say her name yes. I was like holy shit that's Kirby I was like I, I forgot she even survived you well, know that, like, well that's the thing if you watch Four it's not she didn't have the wheeling out on the stretcher and she has the oxygen mask on like everyone does she got stabbed and left and then it's more ambiguous and then then it went into the more hospital thing where jill and sydney are having their fight and they never really mentioned kirby um and then in five when they when they uh there's a uh, youtube called dead meat that i watch a lot (laughs) and they and they basically do kill counts right and they had a cameo as the youtuber things in the scream five movie if you pause it on like they have like the suggested videos on the side of the fake YouTube, and one of them is interview with Kirby Reed. Oh. It's really it's like a split second, but then that's so that was like, I'm already trying to tease it. That's cool. Yeah, because she had like well she had like not retired from acting, but she like hadn't been acting for a while. Yeah, like, yeah she was she hadn't been in a, a, yeah a, a stuff. I don't know if it's because she had a kid or whatever, but um yeah she had but she was she I feel like was gonna be. The Randy Meeks of the new one because yep. she had that memorable scene where you know Charlie, even though he was the killer, they were like, "What remake?" And she just like lists all the fucking remakes, yeah. and she was, I think, supposed to be the Randy. Um, well, because they, they and, and they had that cool scene in, in six where she was talking to uh, Mindy. Mindy, yeah, and they're and they're just going back and forth, you know, like yeah, trading <laughs> barbs, and they were like, yeah, favorite nightmare, the first, the and first, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and then she's like, all right, I got you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a cool scene, and I liked how. In, so let's talk. Let's talk more about six, right? Because, you know, I, I I really liked it. So did you? So for, so first question is, did you know that it was the cop that was the killer? Yes. And when did you know? So I would say this is one of I I have to sit there and think, but I feel like this is the first scream movie where I figure out the killer, like pretty like me like, too because obviously the whole point of you watching is like oh i think it might be that one or that one but i feel like it was like halfway through i was like oh, i think it's the cop and i don't know what to, and i was like and then i was like i think it's a cop and the weird kid because they the the son of the right, right. What, ethan, ethan they yeah. did the same thing to him that they did to amber last movie where it's like yep. they're always kind of in the periphery but they don't get a lot of lines they don't get a lot of backstory they're just there yep and that's exactly what they did to Amber last time. Because obviously Richie from Five was always there. Right. But Amber was like, you know, everyone was aware of Amber, but she didn't do much. Same thing with him. He was just kind of like, I'm just here in the background. So when it was him, I was like, oh. And then as soon as it was like, oh, there's another one, I was like, 
oh, I think it's the fucking girl that. I was like, I think it's, it has to be Quinn. And, yep. I went like, and it was. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though I, it's my second, it's probably my least favorite killer reveal because I right. felt like it was easy to catch. Yeah. So I think this one, for, so for me, it was actually a little bit of the reverse. I knew the cop right away, but, and I suspected the daughter. I never, I didn't actually guess Ethan. Oh, right? okay. And the other reason I suspected the daughter right away is because, like, you know, they basically told you, right? And sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's so simple that it's, like, meant to be right in front of your face. Like, when, when, he, when he finds the license early on, right? And he makes the comment, like, directly to Sam's face. He's like, well, it would have had to have been somebody close to you to get the license, right? And mm. it's obviously not her sister, so clearly it's, like, this fucking bitch, right? Right, and then the minute with, and then when you, were, you asked me, like, where I thought it was, I mean, it was, I don't want to say it was sloppy, but, like, when Ghostface kills Quinn... You know, and they're, like, in the apartment, and they're, like, someone took our knives. Okay, well, Scream has obviously made it very clear, and they made it very clear in the beginning of this movie where they painted themselves on the corner that the core four were the core four. Yeah. So the only people in those that apartment was the core four and Quinn. Right. And then, obviously, Mindy's girlfriend was there, but it was whatever. You knew it wasn't going to be her. So I'm, like, well, it had to be her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was, like, I kind of was, like, yeah. oh, someone stole the knives. I'm, like, well, obviously who? Obviously her, yeah, It's right. obviously not going to be the sisters or Mindy. They made it very easy here, like, this is like the new group, you right? Because that's what that was the thing I love. So, so okay. Well, before we before we talk about um, how I realized it was the killer, like I I just remember like laughing because it, it's it's a movie, right? Right. But, like they're like. How big is this fucking New York apartment that the killer? Oh can my just god! There's seventy-five doors, right? like three, four different hallways. <laughs> like, how much does this apartment cost? Like, and they and they did a good job of making it look like a cheaper, you know, apartment or whatever. But like, it was fucking huge. Yes. <laughs> like we are in. It was, it was. It was a four-bedroom apartment. Yes, somehow. like massive. And they're all in like freshmen, sophomores, and right? college. So I called the cop. In the uh, in the the convenience store scene, because because oh, okay. as soon as he pulls out that shotgun, they make a point of showing like how adept he is at using that shotgun, right? Oh, like, okay. and I'm like, and I'm like, well, it's got to be the cop because like the ghost face killers have never right. There's always bro, the knife, you know. My favorite, bro, ghost face with the shoddy. Dude, it was so. I cool. was so. Here for Dude, it. when he blew the guy's head off at point blank range, and he was just that's like, what the, and I love that was like that was honestly what the first half hour of the movie. Oh yeah, it was very. And early. I was like, oh, this is a completely different ghost face, which I love that it's not just fucking. I mean, yes, everyone got fucking stabbed in the gut at least once, but that's a scream thing. But I was like, oh, like this one ain't fucking playing. Yeah, no, he like was... the fact that, and I think really like when they. Like rushed in again. It's all about subverting expectations. They went into that convenience store. You're like, oh, they're good, right? And then Ghostface is like, oh, fuck it, I'll kill everybody. Yeah, right. And because that, I feel like, is the first time that Ghostface is like worried about people. Really, Ghostface is always very like a very, I'm coming after you, and I don't care about anyone else. Yeah. This one, it was like, oh no, if you're here too, you can get it. Yeah. It's very everybody fucking got it. And that was I remember watching that scene, just thinking like, you know, like first of all, you could see right in that scene in particular, like, his stature was very, like, tall, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, um, uh, Dylan McDermott, not Dylan McDermott, uh, Dermot Moroni. Thank you, Dermot, that's all. I always get, I always get Dylan McDermott, Dermot Dermot Moroni, and Matthew, uh, 
uh, McDermott confused. Oh, like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they're all, <laughs> they all have a, some variation of the same fucking name. But yeah, like seeing how like adept he was with the shotgun, and when he like fought the guy off, you know, it's like okay, this guy looks like he has some kind of training, and then so it just made me think right away to the cop. Now I didn't expect him to be Richie's father, like part of that family. Like right. that was something I obviously didn't guess at, but I'm like, oh, it's definitely the cop. But the motive, I wasn't able to guess. But I just remember. Thinking like right away, I like leaned over and listened. I'm like, it's the cop. And I was like, it's definitely the cop. Uh, but I liked how they. So what I was, where I was going with that was, I liked how they like tried to make you think it was Kirby a little bit because there were those couple scenes where she would always kind of like, oh, I gotta take this phone call, you know, and, like right. fade off into the background. And, that, and oh, and that that thing at the end, which I and they did. I wish they. I mean, I hope and maybe in the next movie they touch on it where he's trying to throw suspicion on Kirby, but it was real when he was like. She's not with the FBI. They fucking let her go two months ago because right. she's like fucking fucked up. Yeah. But I like, but I was like, and they, they started touching that on that a little bit this movie where like the jet, like the trauma of it where like, you know, Mindy was very like shifty the whole movie and like how, um, you know, uh, Who's the fuck? Oh, Sam, Sam is yep. very much like on top of Tara. Like, text me where you are. And like, because I feel like we've never seen that. I feel like the first three movies, like in Scream 2, they're like, well, that shit was wild. Yeah. And they went to college. <laughs> and it was like, and they moved on with us. And then this third one, they're like, wow, they're making a movie about our friends being killed. Let's go visit set. Like, it is like, huh? Right. And so, like, this movie, like, really started addressing, like, oh, no, this was really fucking traumatic what happened to them. And like, how does that then affect them afterward? So I really liked how. You kind of saw it with Sam, obviously, which is a little more on top. But then it's like how Kirby, like, oh, no, she got kicked out because she couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really liked that. And I liked how they stuck with trying to make you think that it was – because it makes you guess a little bit, right? Like, when Sam is like – can I like do we get guns or whatever? Like and they said, who has a gun? And Kirby's like, like I me, have me, and I am the only one that has a gun because I have a badge. And like you think it's like okay, she's got a point, right? But is that just her tactic to disarm them because she's actually the killer? So I liked how they kind of kept you guessing, especially that last scene where they get inside their little, you know, their trap in the theater. Uh, right? I can't wait until I get this on DVD and just pause it every minute because like. Like I was like trying to take so many notes and like oh that's the you, yep. you saw Tatum's thing and like, yep. there's so many like, and then they had all nine of them that was such a fucking cool so cool like how like and it really showed like there's like little variations on all of them like yep. how the mask is the same but then when you see them next to each other you're like oh they are really different they are, they are and a even like the cloak yeah. like one's a little more shimmery and one's more like midnight black and, right I really liked all the yeah seeing all those juxtapositions and I loved how it like. So this is – so here's the question, right? Yeah. Are they – because I, I loved how you had Billy Loomis, right, back in the you – know, I the like that there was less of him, right? Yes. I like that he was in it, but he for me in 5, he was in it a little too much. Yeah. But I like that he was in it just enough for me. So I think – so where do you so – I'll tell you what I think, but where do you think they're going to go with 7? Right. Well, it's funny because – I mean, Kevin Williamson, who I believe is the writer, is fucking amazing. The fact that he can still keep it fresh. Right. Because if you think about it, the parallels, you look at Scream 2 and Scream 6. They went to college. The parallels are there. The killers was the parents of the previous killers. Yep. Like, like the parallels are there. And like, and like, maybe that's why maybe I picked up on it a little more because you realize the parallels are so Oh, totally, yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, if we're going off of that then it's like the next killer would then be like another sibling somewhere. But then another theory I liked, which 
obviously won't happen because it makes sense, would be um, Sam and Tara's mom being the killer. Oh. Because they mention her that she's around. And it was like, oh, yeah, she, like, abandoned me because, like, she's, like, I, I forget. It was a very, like, throwaway comment. Right. Um, but, but they made it, like, known in this movie, like, oh, she's not dead. Yeah. She's around somewhere. She's just like, fuck off. Right. So I'm like, oh, that could be, you know, something. And I, I mean, I always love the, my, my fan fiction is there's a killer and they're like, oh my God, who is it? And it's fucking Sid. And she's like, I started this shit. I'm fucking done with it. And like her, like again, going back to that trauma yeah. thing of like, I'm the fucking ghost face now. Like I, the fan fiction of that in me is like, well, ugh, so good. And that and that was when I, you know, when I knew that it was when I knew that it was the cop, um, and I and I suspected the daughter also. Right. When the third, or like when, like you know the the son took his off first. And like I'm sitting there, we, we Melissa and I are both like, oh, is it fucking Sydney? Like as the third, right? Like we knew it wouldn't make that much sense. Right. But it exactly. been, what a cool fucking moment. So. Here's what I think is going to happen in, okay. in seven, or maybe not seven, but maybe eight. Because I love the well, idea. Well, that's the thing. Are they going to cut it at seven and call it a new trilogy <laughs> and leave it? Right. Because Scream works when there aren't movies back to back. Right. Like one through three worked because it was like that. But then for me, I actually liked Scream Four. But Scream Four worked because there was a ten year gap. Exactly. And then like yeah, it sucked that it didn't make that much money. But then Scream Five works so well because there was another like ten to fifteen year gap because you need. Scream kind of needs horror to move along yeah. a little bit to then be that self-referential. Yeah. You can't do seven and eight and nine because like I was wondering how like the rules and how that thing was going right. to work. But when she was saying the rules for seven, I was like, oh, this fucking makes so much sense. I love it. Yeah. But like they're going to do eight and I'm like, well, what the fuck are the rules going to be now? You already kind of touched that. It's a franchise. So you, there's really not new rules. and. So going yeah. off of the time gap thing, what I think they would do is, and again, not in seven, but I think in eight, I think I think the idea for seven that you had with it being uh, Sam's Sam and and, and uh, Tara's mother is a good call for sure, but I feel like they they really they really hinted at Sam's dark side in this movie. Yes. So I would love to see you have seven and then you have that like you know time jump right or the, the time gap right in eight and by eight like the events of seven by eight Sam is now like more of a Dexter type oh like because okay. she's got that billy loomis murderous right. rage in her but she's not like a fucking full-on psycho right and like i think that's billy what loomis was symbolized is. is like when she dropped the ghost face right mask, where she kind of accepted like yes he's my dad i'm tired of like you know being boohoo about it but i'm not gonna go down right. this path at all but i could see her also like she's got the darkness in her but she's not full-on psycho because let me tell you i fucking loved her kill when she killed the fucking cop oh dude it was so oh, my God. and good. she's just like fa, fa, fa. i was like fuck yeah because yes. she made a point to stab him every in every which way that wouldn't kill him like all in his arms like everywhere and like let him go like let him suffer a little bit and i was like yo that's fucked up it was twisted yeah. and i loved again the, the callback to the first one where she put on you know just like sydney did in the first one right she put on the thing that the fuck with them and like oh god it was so good but yeah but you could see again kind of going back to that that killer instinct you could see how like precise she was with those stabs like she was just fast 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 like yeah like, it was yo. so good i loved that it was this is obviously the most brutal version. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like that because, like, sometimes Scream can get a little 
okay, how many fucking stabs in the gut and the head and this are we gonna do? You know? Yeah. Well, then at the same time though, too. So, I, so speak, yeah, speaking of that, right? Um, Mindy's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Like, okay, she oh, listen. She the lasted kill, way longer. They made it a point that he went. Up. up and yes. it's like and then and how did her intestines that's what i'm saying right like they made it a point to show him go like seven to eight inches up her stomach her intestines are going to be all over the fucking floor at that point and she's just walking around like oh i think i'm bleeding a lot like <laughs> yeah well that 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 was honestly one of my gripes about the movie was her death and like i get it they're trying to make the core four but chad should have died chad should have died bro, i agree bro. and because yeah. honestly if he died, that would have been my favorite death scene of probably all the screens. Yeah. Like, he had, he kind of, like, made his intention that he liked Sarah, whatever. But, like, he's on his knees, and both the ghost faces on each side just fucking him up. I was like, yo. I was like, damn, he's dying. But I was like, this is fucking sick. Yeah, it was and he's wild. Like, run, run. And, they're, and I'm like, how the fuck did he, how did he survive that? <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's a movie. But, like, like Kirby getting stabbed in, like, the, you know, the left, what is it? Yeah, left, the lower, left, yeah. left lower quadrant as a nurse. I'm like. That's believable. Like, right. uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Honestly, the amount of fucking times they've all been stabbed in the gut, they should all have colostomy bags. But that's neither here nor there. They've been all be- like their intestines. No one's shitting right in this cast. The amount of fucking time. No, it's true. They how much scar tissue? They all should have a colostomy bag. Uh, easy. This, but this is the things I think about in the theater. But it was either way. But I was like, oh, I was like, so Chad is the new Dewey. So he, so Chad can just get stabbed. 17 fucking times a movie and then he's like oh we got a live one that's what it's gonna be so (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous but i mean i get it i felt like too many people survived last movie i still feel that i was like i i was like yo gail's about to get it i think gail or chad should have died and i would have that would have been it i agree so that that was the one the when you talk about things we didn't like right it was i'm not i'm not mad that gail or Chad survived. I'm mad that they both survived. Wait, 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 I think one of them right, should have bit the bucket. Well, if you think about it, they didn't go by their own rules. Because right. if you look at Mindy's speech, oh, we're in a franchise. That means bigger budget, bigger body count. No one is safe except all the fucking safe characters. Exactly. Because guess what? The sisters and Chad and Mindy, safe. Gail, safe. Like, the... Yeah, everyone yeah. is safe. Let's not play this game. And I and I and I and I appreciate the fact that they didn't kill Gail because if they for me if they had killed Gail it would have felt a little cheap because they just killed Dewey and it's like now we're going after all the legacy characters. But right? it would so make like, sense for the rules though. Well, it would make know? sense for the rules. I agree, but I would have rather than killed Chad instead of Gail because I feel like it would have yeah. been less expected because I went into this movie fully expecting Gail to die, like because yeah. they already killed Dewey and it's like. But I mean, I think it. also too. Like, let's be honest. Scream Six is making a fucking ton of money. There, oh, yeah. so now the thing is, we're talking about the future. I could see it going two ways. I could see them being like, "All right, we made money. We can give Nev Campbell her seventy-five million that right. she's asked for." Or are they go, "Well, we showed that we can do it without her." Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know which way they're gonna go, but I thought the way again, the fan fiction in my head. You kill Gale this movie, which then really gets Sid <laughs> to be like. I'm not staying in hiding with my kids. I'm fucking up this time. See, that's you know why. I mean? That's why I. That's why I kind of like wanted one of those things to happen because the other thing I didn't like about the movie was how they dealt with the absence of Sydney. Oh, the the one throwaway line. Right. Oh, she her and uh, she took Mark and the kids in hiding. Right. So what happened in four? What happened in five? Now all of a sudden she wants to be in hiding. And like and and I expected it to them just deal with it by with a throwaway line, but right. what they actually made her do because. In Scream 5, there was no hiding. She was like, yo, 
I got a gun, Gail, let's go fuck this Honestly, guy up. Like, she was badass. All they, all they needed to do was shift a line and to be like, where's Sydney? And they were like, you know, she, she went into hiding. And they're like, why? She's like, we need her. And all she was like, she's pregnant. Yeah, or, exactly. or something. Something, yeah. Or like, the, she didn't even have to say it. She could sit there and say, oh, they went in the thing. And then when Gail's at home, you, like, you pan to, like, the, the refrigerator. And then there's, like, a baby shower. Yeah, baby save shower. the day. Yeah, like, save literally the day. anything. And then you'd be like, oh, Sid's pregnant. Oh, it makes yeah. sense why she wouldn't come back. But the whole thing of, like, oh, now I'm going to go to the hiding. Yeah, no, because in Scream 5, she was, like, the fucking Terminator. Like, she was like, yo, I am coming for you. And, like, this, we are going right. to finish But this. now she's like, oh, the same people I helped last time? Nah. Exactly. I'm all right. right. Like, and that's what made it even worse. Like, I can understand if it was a whole new cast of characters, this movie. Then she's like, ah, fuck those guys, right? Because at that point, like, I'm totally out of it. Like, who else could there be for my past, right, that is still going right, to be right, right. haunting me? But, yeah, it's the same fucking people she helped the last movie. She's like, see ya. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, I was like, um, just because I just remembered it, I loved the opening kill. Oh, the, again, talking about again. Well, the opening two kills the that's whole. What, but that's what I'm like, saying. The, yeah. the sub, again, the subverting expectations. First of all, Samara Weaving, they didn't let that leak. I mean, not that she's a huge actress, right. but she's known. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, but even just like tapping into that whole like the dating culture of like, oh, I think I'm there. I'm so sorry. It's like you know, oh, this trendy new spot because that's what it's all about right now. Yep. Right? And then like she gets lured into the alley. You're like oh, and then like. Ghostface kills her, and then you fucking take it off, and you're like, "Yeah, you're like, who's whoa, Flash Thompson yeah. from the fucking Spider-Man movies." <laughs> and I was like, but then again, it's like I love that because I'm like, "Wait, who the fuck is this kid?" I know. And I was like, "Oh fuck, it's a copycat. Maybe that's the new Ghostface." That's right. What. And then Ghostface is like, "Oh fuck you, no, I'm real pissed you copycatting me." Yeah. I fucking love that. that, that when he, when he, especially when he, when he's getting killed, and he's like. But what about the what about the franchise? He goes fuck the franchise. Yes. I was like yo. I was like right off the bat. I was like Ghostface is motherfucking badass right yeah. now. That's an overall good movie. Like I said, there are certain things. Obviously, it's not no, no movie is perfect. But I I'm shocked that it was as good as it was. Yeah, like I, I I was really hyped for it. Like especially because right the you know I was really hyped going into it because. We were out of goddamn Woodsboro. Yes. Like, finally out. Like, I know, I, know, I know Scream 2 is a college, right? But it's, it's a college town, right? Finally out of yeah. fucking and, Woodsboro. And they, and they did it so well. The, all the fucking subway scenes. And now it's like Halloween. Oh, that was the – okay, that was the other scene that pissed me off. With when Mendy got stabbed? Yes. Got, Only because it's like – He would. He was back there. He had to put it on to run up to stab her to then run back and take it off. It was and, like – That was a lot. And and it, but But not even that part of it annoyed me. It's just like – I've been on a lot of subways in Manhattan. They're never that crowded. A, they're never that crowded. B, never that clean either. The lights, yeah, they're spotless. The lights simply do not flicker like that. They just, oh right, they just simply do not. It just does it, not. It happen. might go off for a second, yeah, if that, yeah, and it comes back on. It's oh my up. god, that scene, and then, and then to have two subway trains in succession, both acting the same way. The one that the main cast was on, and then Mindy. I was like. I was like, bro, this is like I get the effect they were going for, and I understand. But like at that point, I was like, God damn it! I was like, please, please stop the train scene. Get off the fucking train, no yeah, more. <laughs> I just love that, like you know, it, it's also like again speaking on that culture of like how we're like very desensitized to violence. Yeah. So and and Scream has always kind of touched on that, but this one I really felt it because it was like a year ago, you know, that the new murders happened, right? Like from Scream Five, and it was fucking horrible. 
And get, what do people do? Let's buy a fucking ghost face mask. Right? Fuck those people that got murdered. Like, Dude. it makes sense if you do it, like, you know, because it happened in the 90s. But I'm like, yo, this happened a year ago, and everyone's wearing it. And I'm like, oh, but it makes sense for the time because everyone's so desensitized. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah I'll wear it. Well, and know? I thought that was, like, a little bit of interesting commentary, too, kind of, like, carrying over from the fifth one to this one about how the Stab franchise was so successful and because they were based on real events, it was inspiring people in the real world, in, you know, that real world, right, to take on – because that was, like, a lot of Richie's whole thing, right? right. Like, yeah. I found it very just, like they, – they didn't, they didn't really – you know, they don't really touch too much on it. But there's that subliminal commentary there about Oh, because the influence. Stab movies existed, which then prompted me to start right. my Because it's like – because like, it, they made a point of saying, you know, that, like, Richie wasn't necessarily obsessed with the – Woodsboro murders right. the true crime part of it. He was obsessed with the movies that were fictionalized based on that true crime. So I think that's a bit of a, like right. an and interesting. I, I, it's funny that there. he got more character development even though he died. I kind of I know, like right? That. Yeah. It, no, because like we knew the Richie that we saw in five, and then yeah. we, and then like they kind of start talking about him a little bit more, and they're like, oh, like you know, um, you know, we had this. You know, our family is really pissed off because he killed him, and da da da. And I was like. Oh, he, and then again, when you realize, oh, he wasn't like you know, he wanted to make his own movie. He yeah. wanted to be a little famous. You yeah, know, totally. Whatever. Yeah. I um also I, it, it was so corny, but I also loved it. Was right after they fucking fucked Chad up, and they had the fucking insynchronous fucking knife clean. That was it was pretty so cool. corny, but I was like, I fucking loved it. No, it was pretty time. cool. It, it was it was like a superhero moment. It you know? really it was. was. Like, like a super. It was, it was like the serial killer's version of a superhero landing. Exactly. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Overall, very happy. Um, interested to see where they take seven. I thought the set pieces in this movie were excellent. Yeah. Um, also, Pug from She Hulk. He needed to go too. I didn't really like him either. Which oh he was the neighbor right? yeah the neighbor yeah. that was fucking Sam but they, she couldn't tell anyone because I don't know because yeah her, her regime has a looks like ghost face I don't know <laughs> yeah dude, as soon as like I <laughs> look, probably that's what it looks like the the, the oh on the ghost face yeah. that's probably what her fucking regime looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. As soon as, when she said that whole line, I was like, nobody as fine as Sam is not getting it in. Like, there's no way. Exactly. Like, there's absolutely yeah, no I, way. Yeah. Like I said, I love the chase scenes because I know like five didn't have a ton, so that right. was like a thing. But they really like, amped up the chase scenes. Like, I like. I thought New York was great. I, I'm, I'm. I have a feeling they'll probably stay there because it just gives them more. Yeah, more to, room to play. Yeah, more room to like. Yeah. You know, you could do a whole thing in Central Park. You know, exactly. or something. You know. So. Oh, also too on Halloween in Manhattan that nobody's fucking dressed up. There's no, oh yeah, no, there's fuck the, that. Like, like, I was like, I was like, wow, there's a lot of people. Right? No, people wear like a shirt and yeah. that's it. No one's wearing, like they're, and everyone's wearing masks on the subway. I was yeah. like, eh, I don't think it's like that. Every, and, and like, like and where are high the, quality where, masks. Where are all the homeless people? Oh, there's no, well, in Manhattan in the movies, there's no homeless people and there's no garbage. Yes. Manhattan's the cleanest city in the entire world <laughs> in, in the movies. Like, you know, when meanwhile you go to re Manhattan in real life and there's just mountains of garbage everywhere. Exactly. And and, and the, the homeless problem is not too bad, but yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's like, fuck. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm, I am excited to see where they go with Seven and are they going to still draw on parallels from the third one and like, or is it going to be parallels of, oh, they're making a new Stab movie, right? Stab 10, but it's based off of the new killings. Right. And is it going to be something like that? Like parallels It's wise? like the Stab reboot, right? The Stab requel. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And so then 
Sam is meeting her, the person who's playing her in the movie, you know, like they had, was it Tori Spelling playing someone or was it, was it Tori Spelling? I don't remember. Uh, no, it was Tori Spelling. Yeah, yes. it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I want to see them bring like, I would love for them to go like sort of, because I, I loved how they reached back into the original trilogy for the Billy Loomis connection with, with Sam and, yeah. and being his daughter. I would love for them to, to reach back also to like, I don't know, like, like, Cotton Weary or something, right? Like his Cotton Weary had a random kid or something. Yeah, shit. Or, or like his brother or something is like you blame Sydney for the whole fucking thing. And his name know, is like... Satin. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking still, I still, I'm, I still, Polyester I, Weary. <laughs> I, I still want, I want to resurrect Wes Craven and, or, and be like, what made you name him Cotton? Yeah, right, Cotton. Like, and then you have Sydney and Gail, like normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then. Name Cotton. Yeah, Sydney, Gail, Randy, Billy, Stu, Cotton. <laughs> oh, and then the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about too, we, we were talking about Gail, and I forgot to mention, like the poor Gail's boyfriend. Like no lines. <laughs> why even? Like why even have that role? Like like just don't even have that part. I mean, it's just one more body count, I guess, right? But like the poor guy has like two lines. He says it's the killer. I don't even think he even saw his face fully. It was like blurred I, out because I thought I thought it was gonna be a, like a reveal. Right. Because the way they were like, because they shot it. I think she was sitting down and he was standing up, and you only saw them from like the waist up. And I was like, yep. oh, is it going to be like someone like a, somebody we know, like, yeah, or like a famous actor? Right. It's like a fun cameo. And then he was like going, and like it was like a weird blurred face. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then you, you see, and then him. he immediately dies. Yes, immediately. Like, <laughs> and you don't even see it. You just see his body drop down, and right. his face is like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! And Gail, oh Gail, putting him on hold was great too. Oh my god, I forgot that was the best part because because you hear him go what? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, please hold. He goes, what? <laughs> yeah. That was actually really, I forgot about that part. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so you had uh, I want to talk about this uh, this AMC oh, movie god. theater seating thing. Yes, you. I, I so, haven't had a chance to read too much into yeah, it. Yeah, so, so barely me. AMC. You know, very you know, big uh, movie chain and movie theater chain. So just like anything else, you know, everyone wants to, you know, try to cash grab people and suck every dime out of they can with them. So apparently um, AMC, they're going to start it in the bigger markets like Atlanta, Los Angeles, whatever. But they put forward that they want to now start tiered seating. And basically, like most things, like like a, like a if you go like to a Broadway show, like obviously Orchestra Center yeah. second row will be the highest, and then you know the fucking nosebleeds are the fifty dollar ones. So apparently they wanna <coughs> do tiered seating for now the movie theater, and I was like, like y'all ain't already like raking us over the coals with the popcorn prices. So are they gonna charge? more for seats than they already are or are certain seats just going to start costing less i think it's going to be like like i mean obviously wherever you it's like, already it's already like 13 right so i feel like i feel like ticket. i feel like the nosebleeds are 13 yeah and then it's going to be a couple dollars more if you want like whatever they deem like the sweet spot oh see hot jokes on them because i love the nosebleeds but that's back row center is the best spot but, but that's what i'm saying where it all depends because if they deem the sweet spot the back then we're fucked oh fuck these um, idiots but, I mean, I think, I mean, I mean, it's not, I'm talking Big Bang Theory, but it was based off true where Sheldon, because he's like fucking crazy, right. like has to sit in a very specific seat in the movie theater because of oh, like the acoustics. And they actually based that off of like a legitimate study where like really? where the best spot to sit in a theater was. And it's literally like 
middle and middle, like smack dab in the middle of the theater. Because I can see Because you're the equal distance away from all the acoustics. Yeah, I can see versus that. Versus like if you're watching like Avatar, who has like a big sound, and you're sitting all the way in the back, and it's just sitting there pounding you in the back of a fucking head. I could totally see that. So um, I, I mean, I don't like that though because I yeah. like to be. I don't like being in the middle. I need to be on the end. Or in the back row. Yeah, I don't like people behind me. It's yeah, like if, if if I'm if I'm in the middle, it's got to be back row, middle, right? Like or at least very next to middle last back, back row, row is. Yeah, that's like that's the spot for me. Um, but I guess yeah, I guess scientifically speaking or whatever, I, I guess I can understand the uh, um, middle like dead center because based on where the speakers are are lined up, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, but I mean, I would never sit there anyway, so I don't think it's yeah, gonna. No, it's but then if they back. yeah, but it all depends on where they want to move. You know, yeah. and and let's be honest, they're gonna get screwed because if people are like, oh wait, it's more, I'll just sit in the back. It's not that big a deal. I don't think people realize it's really not that big a deal. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't think the people at AMC have really thought this one through because it's like, I, I, I think it's going to end up hurting them in the long run because I think most people, it's really gonna be a hole in yeah. the middle of no seats, <laughs> and then you, and then you know what's gonna happen? You just check the app. Oh, and it's like, oh wait, the last trailer, the movie's about to start. You look real quick. Oh, no one got the seat. You get up and move. I've exactly. done that before. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like most people are gonna be like, you know, okay, I'm gonna go. Either at the, at the very least, they're gonna, you know, go to see a different time of the movie if the seat that they like want to sit in is not available and they have to pay. Like, I'm not gonna pay extra, right? You know, for the the seats or whatever. But then I feel like now they're gonna be. Is 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 this gonna be like a fucking um, like air airline, you know, upgrade yes. type thing, right? For like, three extra yeah. dollars, you get a footrest now. Like, like the AMC app has you on like standby for your upgrade to like middle row. <laughs> no, you can, or no, you pay a dollar, and then the, and if you pay the dollar, then your seat functions turn on. <laughs> then you can actually use the electronic function. But if you didn't pay for it, then yeah. you don't get it. You can, you can you can bring a bigger barrel of popcorn in in the middle in the premium it's seat. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And it's like the movie industry. Yeah, I know they got kind of got hit with COVID. They're fine. They're, yeah, they're just yeah, like, fine. I mean, even though Avatar Two wasn't the greatest, still made two billion dollars. Yeah, they're, the movie industry is just fine. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody talks about. Everybody likes to talk about how you know the that it's oh it's in danger and streaming this and streaming that. Like yo, Netflix, like especially Netflix, is like hemorrhaging money. With their, you know, yeah, I'm not, I actually am probably. <laughs> I was, I was, I yeah. was trying to hold out for Squid Game too, but they didn't have like a, a release date for it. Yeah, and I'm like, I was waiting and waiting. I was like, I'm not finding anything I really like on on uh, Netflix, and it's like, so I canceled it. Yeah, no, and I'll, and guess what? When Squid Game comes back, I'll buy it for a month. I'll binge the whole thing. And exactly. I'll cancel it again, because a lot of their original content, like when they have something that stands out, like it stands out. Yeah, but it's nowhere. They oversaturated themselves. Over. Because remember when like. Netflix first first came out and it was like House of Cards. Never watched it, but I heard it was amazing. House of Cards was phenomenal. And like Orange is the New Black, like they had these event series, yep. and then they would like sweep the awards categories. And it's like I think The Crown is the only like awards getter that they have. Right. And like Bridgerton is big, but it doesn't win awards. But, um. And then it's like, but then you look at yeah. like Bridgerton sucks. Oh, I never watched it. Oh my god. The, then, the, the only reason Bridgerton is is popular is because it's smut. Like, oh. it's like literal smut. That's why people... I would know nothing about smut as a good Christian woman myself. <laughs> as I just got back from a bear weekend and, you know, entertained multiple gentlemen callers. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to need to start a side podcast for this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, no, I, but I agree. Like, yeah, by and large, I mean, South Park even did the episode about it, right? Where it was like, oh, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole joke was like, it's like, oh, hello, hello, thanks for calling Netflix. We have an idea, great, approved. Like, you know what the right. idea was. And I think was. also like, Netflix fucked themselves. They got too big, and then they started making cool ideas, and then they would cancel it after a season. Yeah. So then people were like, why do I even care now? Yeah. Why do I even care to watch something exactly. new? And like, like Sensei, I fucking love Sensei. Right. And then they got two seasons barely, and then they canceled it. And then everyone's like, all right, then fuck it. And then they like try to make people happy. And like, oh, we're going to do a movie then. Yeah. And on the one hand, it's like, it, I, I love the fact that it's, that it, at least it appears that there's this, you know, market for lots of other creators that might not be able to easily get into the bigger movie studios. Right. Like, I like Love, Death, and Robots. Like, those right. are like a lot of tinier animation right. studios and they kind of get a platform, which is nice for them. But at the same them. time, Netflix needs to learn to just pump the brakes. Like, you don't need to make everything all right. The they time. they they have they're releasing like six original movies a month in adults and kids, yeah, and then seventeen new series in adults and kids and drama and reality. And I'm like, did you ever watch the Resident Evil series that Netflix did? I heard no, I heard it wasn't bad though. It was really good, like especially when you compare it to the garbage that those movies are. Well, because well, I got confused because then they like released the new movie and then like it was not even a year later than they came out with the series right and everyone's like oh they're connected and they're like no they're we just completely it was yeah. just what is it capcom basically just says yes to anyone that wants to make something yeah. out of the idea because all of those movies right it was all like paul w yeah that whole crew right and then like yeah um, but paul you know, ws i don't think is a great director he didn't want to honor anything yeah too. It was not no, good. He's, he's got some flashes of greatness but overall for his body of how many movies he's made yeah most of them suck um but no the resident evil series was i, I thought it was excellent because it it did it you know it gave you the time to like flesh things out and it told the story in two different timelines right. part in the past part in the you know present future like whatever um, and it, 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 you really understand like how the virus got out and how things happen, like where these characters are. Um, and there was like good action, good acting. And, and Lance Riddick, the or, uh, not was it? No, who's the guy that just died? Yeah, Lance Riddick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Lance Riddick. Oh, he, he was, was in that. He was the main guy. He was Wesker, right? Oh, he. That's right. I was yeah, like, I knew he, he looked Wesker. familiar. But you yeah. find out that he's got like all the Wesker clones, right? Like it was very, you know, from what I've, I've never really played the games, but from what I know about the games, it was pretty accurate to a lot of the games. Oh, nice. Um, except that you know, he said he had these daughters, and like a lot of people didn't like it because of the the two daughters who were like in the past they were teenage daughters, and then, you know, there's a lot of like teenage shit they had to deal with while living in this umbrella town, and everyone's like. What are to watch these stupid kids like blah blah blah? It's supposed to be a zombie horror movie. It's like yeah, but just like you, know, you just take a minute to like watch it and appreciate it. I really thought it was good, but my whole point was that in Netflix fashion, a lot of people liked it. It got really good reviews, and Netflix was like axed. Yeah, done. <laughs> I was like, come on. And that's man. why, like, I'm I'm enjoying Hulu more because on like. Hulu again, they pump the brakes. Yeah. I mean, like way less original series, but by and large. But then, but then it's good. like, but then you look at like, oh, what are they doing original? It's like, pray, hello, you know what I mean? Right, pray, and like I've never watched it, but I've heard Bosch is really good. Oh and, yes, yes. You know, a lot of their original stuff is like really. And honestly, they have a lot, they have connections maybe, maybe with Bosch is Amazon, but you I think know they, what I'm yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, but they also have connections with cable. So if you like, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in years but i'm still able to watch the shows i did on cable because they show up on exactly the next day yeah exactly and i know like obviously hbo is like um, all their shows like you know euphoria. i'm never gonna get rid of hbo i'm sorry like euphoria i hear yeah. a lot about um i think yellow jackets that's on that's showtime oh the showtime okay. but did you, did you watch yellow jackets no but i've heard it's amazing oh, but obviously last of us is like getting yep. huge like uh you know 
big thing right now. Yeah, so. I, I, I gotta get you my, my password. I gotta figure out my password. Wait, don't HBO say that. Fast. We're not no password sharing. We're gonna get the HBO's okay with it. Oh, all right, all right, okay. yeah, all right. Netflix are the ones that are being Nazis about it. Oh, okay. No, because I because I, I I'm still I'm still because I was on vacation. I'm still two episodes behind on Last of Us. I need to finish the season, but. I want you to watch it so we can talk about it because it's I would deep. love to watch it. It's I mean, so fucking good. I just know that the third episode is very gay and it's sad, and I was like, that oh, sounds like my life. So <laughs> I was like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh my god! And on that note, yes, <laughs> we are going to sign off. Uh, next episode we have coming up. Uh, Will already saw it. I didn't get a chance to. We're trying to go tomorrow, so next week we'll talk about uh, Shazam. In the um, current state of the DC universe. I'm so excited to talk about that. And uh, did we did we talk about Cocaine Bear already? Oh shit! I don't think we did. Okay. No, we did not. We did we not because we went on. We saw it and then went on vacation. Yes. Okay. So next episode will be Cocaine Bear and then Shazam. Well, you know what? Do it together. Let's talk about two Co- ends of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Well, we'll see you guys next time. I'm Matt. I'm Will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>